you're new to audio advertising, how much do you need to tell the creatives to result in a great audio ad? This is Tripod, the podcast from Trisonic, the audio media buying and creative agency. I'm Matt Hopper, its co-founder and creative director. So let's join the conversation with Debbie Dillon, creative head at BBC Creative, and creative consultant Kieran Murphy in What's in Your Briefs? So let's look at the first part of, of the process of, of creating an audio campaign, which is the brief. Now, I've had clients email me a press ad or a flyer and say, here's your brief. That's obviously not how it should be. How important, though, is the brief in the whole process? For, for me, it's fundamental, but it's getting the brief right. As you say, the, the, you can learn a lot from a press ad, but if you're looking at radio or audio as a medium in its own right and looking at the benefits that you can achieve through that medium, um, there are other objectives. You may not want to convey exactly the same message as you're, you're putting out in your press ad. So when I'm looking at a brief, what I want to know is who are we talking to? Yeah. What do we need to achieve? Uh, what are, what do you want them to do or feel? And how do you want them to do it? So it's it's really getting down to the, the nitty gritty. And I hate it when briefs come in and there's pages and pages of background. I mean, it's interesting. And sometimes you need to know that context. But when it comes down to it, what do we actually want them to do or feel? Yeah. I think background is important, though, because you, particularly if you're dealing with a new client, you need to, in a sense, albeit on a, a small scale, immerse yourself in that brand so you get the tone of voice right. I think that would be more important um, for like maybe a suite of ads. So potentially something that becomes a campaign where you can begin to tell a story over several ads. In 30 seconds, you, you, or more often than not, in 30 seconds, you can only communicate so much. So as you say, there'll be pages and pages of background it's interesting, but is it relevant? What what can I take from this? Like you say, Matt, maybe more t from a tonal perspective, that might influence um, what I'm doing. But as a writer, uh, yeah, it's the kind of the who, the what, and the why. Uh, who are we talking to? And that's got to be more than... Everyone. Know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like uh, males over 50. Like that's, that's still not kind of... I'd like to know a bit more about what they like and what they, they they listen to what their what their hobbies are at the end of the day this is a kind of it's a communication so we want the our side of the communication to be as natural and as engaging as possible um so that's the the the, the who the what we want them to do keep yep. that as clear and concise as possible in your in your brief that's really the kind of the main chunk of it and the why which is often the part that the um the client i think is most in tune with that usp what what makes your service or offer any different from the other hundred people on air? Yeah, and more often than not, though, a client may have a completely different take on that than we would. And sometimes the smallest difference from one business that makes widgets to another business that makes widgets will be the standout factor that we can use in a radio or audio campaign, isn't it? Yeah, that's the part that makes it the most exciting because often in radio you get lots of similar um, 
similar advertisers on radio. So it's it's really great to be able to dig down into what makes you different. That's actually the part of taking the brief and chatting with the client that I think I like the most because it's often the part that the client's the most passionate about and it gets them thinking about things in, in kind of a different way. I think you've actually hit on a very important part. It's it's talking to the client, mm. actually talking to them. You can you can read pages of brief, you can you can have your press ad sent to you, but unless you speak to them it's really hard to understand where they're coming from. And it might be that, as you say, they might have an, a specific idea about what their point of difference is. But until you interrogate that and talk yep. to them and have a chat with them, you may never know. Yeah, that conversation would may draw something out, may it not? So what we need to know is we need to know, obviously, the brand name that we, we're quoting on the ad. We need maybe a little bit of background. We need to importantly know who we're talking to. We need to know what the key messages are in order of importance. We need to know what they want the listener to do when they act on the ad. And we need to know how long the ad's got to be. Have I summed that up correctly? Is there anything else that I've missed out? It would be great to know um, kind of what their, loosely their other marketing plans are. Like if you just get sent a press ad, that's maybe not that helpful. But if you get a great brief and they say, oh, and here's the press ad that we're doing. Oh, here's a bit of the uh, online that we're doing or social that we're doing. You're like, oh, great. Now I have some great context to work with and I can make this radio ad congruent with all your other stuff. So, again, there's a clarity of communication that's that's happening. Yeah. Consistency counts, doesn't it? Across the board. Next up, what kind of message works best in audio? Brand awareness, call to action, offer led, or can you do all three in one ad? We've got the lowdown in Get the Message, our next episode of Tripod. We'd love it if you could follow or subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode, and a rating and review would be great if you have time. For more details, find us at trisonic.co.uk. Tripod.